Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 359 of our journey. Today we begin the last book of the Bible. The book of Revelation was written by a Christian elder named John while he was living in exile on the island of Patmos. He wrote to the seven churches as a warning to continue to remain faithful in the face of the hardship that would come at the hand of the Romans and the world at large. The book is classified as apocalyptic literature, with a visitor from heaven revealing the future and secrets of the unseen world through vivid symbols and imagery. These symbols are hard to understand, but become more clear when understood in the context of the first-century Christian and when compared to other biblical imagery. The book begins with seven messages to the seven churches. John writes of specific issues in those churches and their need to remain faithful to the end, giving each church a promise of what they will receive if they remain faithful. Today's reading ends in the throne room of God, where we are taken up to witness 24 elders and four living creatures surround him to proclaim the holiness and glory of Christ. Join me in Revelation 1 through 4 and praise the Savior of the world. Revelation 1 The Revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave him to show his servants what must happen very soon. He made it clear by sending his angel to his servant, John, who then testified to everything that he saw concerning the word of God and the testimony about Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy aloud, and blessed are those who hear and obey the things written in it because the time is near. From John to the seven churches that are in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from he who is, and who was, and who is still to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from among the dead, the ruler over the kings of the earth, to the one who loves us, and has set us free from our sins at the cost of his own blood, and has appointed us as a kingdom, as priests serving his God and Father. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is returning with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all the tribes on the earth will mourn because of him, this will certainly come to pass. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, the one who is and who was and who is still to come, the All-Powerful. I, John, your brother, and the one who shares with you in the persecution, kingdom, and endurance that are in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony about Jesus. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, when I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, saying, 
write in a book what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned to see whose voice was speaking to me, and when I did so, I saw seven golden lampstands, and in the midst of the lampstands was one like a son of man. He was dressed in a robe extending down to his feet, and he wore a wide golden belt around his chest. His head and hair were as white as wool, even as white as snow, and his eyes were like a fiery flame. His feet were like polished bronze refined in a furnace, and his voice was like the roar of many waters. He held seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp, double-edged sword extended out of his mouth. His face shone like the sun shining at full strength. When I saw him, I fell down at his feet as though I were dead. But he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last and the one who lives. I was dead, but look, now I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and of Hades. Therefore, write what you saw, what is, and what will be after these things. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and the seven gold lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Revelation 2 To the angel of the church in Ephesus write the following. This is the solemn pronouncement of the one who has a firm grasp on the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, as well as your labor and steadfast endurance, and that you cannot tolerate evil. You have even put to the test those who refer to themselves as apostles, but are not, and have discovered that they are false. I am also aware that you have persisted steadfastly, endured much for the sake of my name, and have not grown weary. But I have this against you. You have departed from your first love. Therefore, remember from what high state you have fallen, and repent. Do the deeds you did at the first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. That is, if you do not repent. But you do have this going for you. You hate what the Nicolaitans practice. Practices I also hate. The one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will permit him to eat from the tree of life that is in the paradise of God. To the angel of the church in Smyrna, write the following. This is the solemn pronouncement of the one who is the first and the last, the one who was dead but came to life. I know the distress you are suffering and your poverty, but you are rich. I also know the slander against you by those who call themselves Jews and really are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not be afraid of the things you are about to suffer. The devil is about to have some of you thrown into prison 
so you may be tested, and you will experience suffering for ten days. Remain faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you the crown that is life itself. The one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will in no way be harmed by the second death. To the angel of the church in Pergamum write the following. This is the solemn pronouncement of the one who has the sharp double-edged sword. I know where you live, where Satan's throne is. Yet you continue to cling to my name, and you have not denied your faith in me, even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was killed in your city where Satan lives. But I have a few things against you. You have some people there who follow the teaching of Balaam, who instructed Balak to put a stumbling block before the people of Israel so they would eat food sacrificed to idols and commit sexual immorality. In the same way, there are also some among you who follow the teachings of the Nicolaitans. Therefore, repent. If not, I will come against you quickly and make war against those people with the sword of my mouth. The one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give him some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone, and on that stone will be written a new name that no one can understand except the one who receives it. To the angel of the church in Thyatira write the following. This is the solemn pronouncement of the Son of God, the one who has eyes like a fiery flame and whose feet are like polished bronze. I know your deeds, your love, faith, service, and steadfast endurance. In fact, your most recent deeds are greater than your earlier ones. But I have this against you. You tolerate that woman, Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, and by her teaching deceives my servants to commit sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. I have given her time to repent, but she is not willing to repent of her sexual immorality. Look, I am throwing her onto a bed of violent illness, and those who commit adultery with her into terrible suffering, unless they repent of her deeds. Furthermore, I will strike her followers with a deadly disease, and then all the churches will know that I am the one who searches minds and hearts. I will repay each one of you what your deeds deserve. But to the rest of you in Thyatira, all who do not hold to this teaching, who have not learned the so-called deep secrets of Satan. To you I say, I do not put any additional burden on you. However, hold on to what you have until I come. And to the one who conquers and continues in my deeds until the end, I will give him authority over the nations. He will rule them with an iron rod, and like clay jars he will break them to pieces. Just as I have received the right to rule from my Father, and I will give him the morning star. 
the one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelation 3. To the angel of the church in Sardis, write the following. This is the solemn pronouncement of the one who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds, that you have a reputation that you are alive, but in reality you are dead. Wake up then and strengthen what remains that was about to die, because I have not found your deeds complete in the sight of my God. Therefore remember what you received and heard and obey it and repent. If you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will never know at what hour I will come against you. But you have a few individuals in Sardis who have not stained their clothes, and they will walk with me dressed in white, because they are worthy. The one who conquers will be dressed like them in white clothing, and I will never erase his name from the book of life but will declare his name before my Father and before his angels. The one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write the following. This is the solemn pronouncement of the Holy One, the True One, who holds the key of David, who opens doors no one can shut, and shuts doors no one can open. I know your deeds. Look, I have put in front of you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, but you have obeyed my word and have not denied my name. Listen, I am going to make those people from the synagogue of Satan, who say they are Jews yet are not, but are lying. Look, I will make them come and bow down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you because you have kept my admonition to endure steadfastly. I will also keep you from the hour of testing that is about to come on the whole world to test those who live on the earth. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one can take away your crown. The one who conquers, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he will never depart from it. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that comes down out of heaven from my God, and my new name as well. The one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Laodicea write the following. This is the solemn pronouncement of the Amen the faithful and true witness, the originator of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either cold or hot, so because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I am going to vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich and have acquired great wealth and need nothing, but do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. Take my advice, and buy gold from me refined by fire, so you can become rich. Buy from me white clothing, so you can be clothed, and your shameful nakedness will not be exposed. And buy eye salve, 
to put on your eyes so you can see. All those I love, I rebuke and discipline, so be earnest and repent. Listen, I am standing at the door and knocking. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into his home and share a meal with him and he with me. I will grant the one who conquers permission to sit with me on my throne, just as I too conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. The one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelation 4 After these things I looked, and there was a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice I had heard, speaking to me like a trumpet, said, Come up here, so that I can show you what must happen after these things. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and a throne was standing in heaven with someone seated on it. And the one seated on it was like jasper and carnelian in appearance, and a rainbow looking like it was made of emerald encircled the throne. In a circle around the throne were twenty-four other thrones, and seated on those thrones were twenty-four elders. They were dressed in white clothing and had golden crowns on their heads. From the throne came out flashes of lightning and roaring and crashes of thunder. Seven flaming torches, which are the seven spirits of God, were burning in front of the throne, and in front of the throne was something like a sea of glass, like crystal. In the middle of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures, full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second creature like an ox, the third creature had a face like a man's, and the fourth creature looked like an eagle flying. Each one of the four living creatures had six wings and was full of eyes all around and inside. They never rest day or night, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the all-powerful, who was and who is and who is still to come. And whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to the one who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders throw themselves to the ground before the one who sits on the throne and worship the one who lives forever and ever, and they offer their crowns before his throne, saying, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power since you created all things, and because of your will they existed and were created. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, Check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. 
Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.